Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online, they continue to get it done, folks. You can find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, and NHL. It continues to be your top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. That's right. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events it's with Bet Online with first to market odds and lines. Head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first deposit. Listen, this is how it's going to go. You're going to get a great deal 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B L E A V 50. Bet online. Get started now. It's where the game starts. It's always ice cream season at Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab one of their Santa ice cream cakes or a six-pack of Jolly Cups, both perfect for the Christmas season. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel Ice Cream Store opens seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering their Santa ice cream cake and six-pack of Jolly Cups. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our awesome friends at Liverpool Physical Therapy. Hey, if you're in and around Central New York, you need some post-op work done. You just need some regular therapy for whatever the case may be. Pete and the gang are doing it right. Get on board with them at Liverpool Physical Therapy. Old Liverpool Road, Pete and uh, his team, boy, do they get it done with, uh, you know, knee, back, neck, whatever it might be. Um, It's just a terrific place to get your physical therapy. So make sure you check out my friends at Liverpool Physical Therapy, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, MyHotTub.com, Carvel of North Syracuse, and our friends from Stanley Law Offices, the title sponsor of the ML Sports Platter, Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. So, hey, how about this? We only have a few weeks left of the NFL regular season, and it is absolutely amazing how we're almost to the new year here already. Time is just moving so fast. Um, And let's get to the recap from week 14. And I thought in spots it was a really good week. Other spots it was a boring week, and then there was a lot of stuff that was kind of in between. Let's go back to last Thursday. Just a ridiculous finish to this game. The Rams took care of the business over uh, took, took care of business over the Raiders, 17-16, but they were down obviously 16 to 3. And the Rams get the ball, they score. They get the ball back. I mean, just awful game management by Josh McDaniels the entire way. The Raiders, by the way, have been the absolute biggest clown show this year. How do you add an offensive mind in Josh McDaniels as head coach? How do you add Devontae Adams and get worse? I mean, they are, they're, they're atrocious. They are an absolute laughing stock right now. Baker Mayfield gets the football. And listen, if there's any one coach who can resurrect Baker Mayfield, it might be Sean McVay. He goes down 98 yards and through precise, unbelievable throws in space on the edge and boundary. And the Rams win the game 17 to 16. I actually had the Rams in my pick them just for fun. And then I changed it at the last second before. I would, have, I would have stolen one from the guys, but I'm not going to win pickup anyway. Uh, I should have held, held on to that pick, but you know those throws to, that he made to Skowernick and everybody else, uh, was, it was phenomenal to watch. I mean, Baker Mayfield showed, hey, 
I won a Heisman Trophy for a reason. I was a number one pick for a reason. Let's see, though, if he can build on this. And again, we know in the NFL it's all about sustainability. Bills beat the Jets 20-12. to was not a beautifully played game by the Buffalo Bills. The key uh, play in this game was uh, late in the first half, and, and, and both teams could not score. It was a defensive battle. The Bills' defense was ferocious. They were swallowing the run game, swallowing Mike White. Uh, uh, the Jets' defense is obviously, a t- I think it's a top-five defense in the NFL, with Sauce Gardner, uh, you know, on the back lines patrolling as a, a corner, he, he very likely could win Rookie of the Year. You got Quinn and Williams up front. You got a lot of fast, aggressive linebackers. That's a very good defense. And so it was it was a struggle. Uh, neither team could really score. And then all of a sudden, the Bills, you know, they line up like they're going to go for it on fourth down. Clearly, clearly you know that they're not going to go for it because the field was so short, they would have handed the Jets basically a field goal. Dawson Knox slides in behind Mitch Morse, you know, to, to basically sit there as a quarterback. And as he slides over, Mosley jumps over the line, C.J. Mosley, and gives the Bills a first down. And from there, the Bills actually just kind of put it on the Jets uh, for the most part. Now, the Jets hung out, hung around uh, after the Bills scored that touchdown. Um, you know, just a beautiful float pass from Josh Allen to Dawson Knox again. Dawson Knox was a huge player in this game. Great blocking, touchdown catch. Um, you know, just was a reliable target for 17. Um, you know, the trick play and all the rest. He was phenomenal. Seven nothing Bills at the half. Then the Jets scored, but then the Bills scored on a great drive, uh, six plays, 75 yards, and 239, and then a field goal of 17 to seven. Basically, what I'm getting at though is that that play gave the Bills some momentum going into the second half. Even though the Jets tied the game at seven, the Bills owned the third quarter because they came back and scored 10 more points. Then they got a field goal in the fourth, and then it was. Obviously, a punt block by the Jets to make it interesting. The Jets uh, make a field goal uh, to make it interesting. Obviously, they had a fumble as well, uh, you know, which which hurt them. Um, you know, could have ended up being points plus a two pointer to tie it. But I thought that the Bills were in control at twenty to seven. I know that there was still twelve plus on the clock, but I thought that they were still in control. And so uh, the Bills get it done against the Jets. The Bills now are kind of building up here a winning streak. They stay atop the AFC East. They stay atop the AFC. Uh, overall, and uh, now the huge game looming on Saturday at home against Miami. Bengals over the Browns, 23-10. to Stop me if you've heard this before. Joe Burrow is absolutely spectacular. I know he had the one bag pick, and he didn't have a ton of yards in this game, but, man, was he precise and great when they needed him to be. Uh, Deshaun Watson was just kind of okay, in my opinion, in this game. Um, he missed a lot of throws in the, in the beginning of the game. Um, but I'm telling you right now, the Bengals' defense – is as good right now as they were last year when they came back on the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC title game. I mean, they limited the Browns to 10 points. Um, they kept them out of the end zone the entire first half and fourth quarter. This Bengals team's rolling right now, man. Right now they are 9-4, and four and they are looking really, really, really good. Great flea flicker, by the way, in this one. And Jamar Chase, that guy, holy cow, 119 yards and a touchdown and 10 catches. Thank you very much. You are on my fantasy team. Cowboys 27-23 winners over the Texans. The Texans blew this game. They had a, uh, you know, I think it was third or third or fourth and goal and short. Uh, could have put the game away right there, screwed it up. And then the Cowboys just kind of chipped away, chipped away, chipped away, chipped away, um, you know, and, and, and won the game. Uh, got 10 points in the fourth quarter. They shut the Texans out of the end zone in the second half. And uh, Dak Prescott was absolutely fantastic in this game when he needed to be. He was so clutch, um, you know, with the late rally and, and big throws. And uh, Big D is rolling right now at 10-3. and three. Lions 
beat the Vikings 34-23. to And let me tell you, they beat them in a lot of different ways. This is a scary game if you're a Viking fan because this is the game where you go, hang on a minute. We're 10-3, and Detroit 6-7, and but are the Lions really better than us? And can we trust to win a game against anybody in the NFC playoffs if we can't beat Detroit? And they expose them big time. They shut down Dalvin Cook with great defensive schemes. Justin Jefferson was unbelievable. 11 catches with 223 yards. I mean, the guy guy is just unreal. He is really, he's the, probably the best receiver in the NFL. It's either him or Tyree Kill, in my opinion. You got Kirk Cousins going for 425 yards, Jefferson going for 220 plus, and the Vikings lost by double digits. I mean, that is brutal. It shows you that really, for as much as I talk about the trio in the NFL of the quarterback, running back, wide receiver when you have it, and how unstoppable it can be, which Minnesota does have with Cousins and Cook and Jefferson, where's everybody else? And the defense was getting torched. Uh, they gave up too many big plays. Jared Goff was awesome. And I think Jared Goff has had a great year and a really good enough year to have the Lions look at him seriously and go, maybe we ought to keep this guy. You know, they've got some great things going right now. Maybe you still draft a quarterback, but you have him learn under Goff at this point and give Goff the reins one more year. I think Detroit legitimately has a chance to make the playoffs this year, maybe next year and the year after. I think they've got something really building there. Dan Campbell, that roster, there's a lot of speed and a lot of talent on that team. St. Brown's a stud. He didn't do much in this game. They, the passing game um, was really dispersed. Um, I'm sorry, I was looking at the rushing yards. St. Brown had six catches for 68 yards. It was just a great display of, of feeding the rock to all parties by Jared Goff. Um, you know, utilized the play action, utilized the rollout, uh, won, won the call, you know, the, 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 the pre-snap. Um, you know, DJ, DJ Chark had his St. Brown, Josh Reynolds. There's some Jamison Williams, Jamison Williams. I mean, welcome back, dude. You know, like talk about a guy who tore his ACL in the, in the championship game and Detroit drafted him and they waited for him and look at what he's doing now. You know, I mean, one catch in 41 yards for a, a huge touchdown, um, you know, and the Lions defense won, um, a lot of the battles at the line of scrimmage, shutting down Dalvin cook, um, you know, Detroit, got two fumble recoveries in this game. Um, you know, I, I just thought Detroit won in a lot of different ways, you know? Um, and, and that's, if you're a Viking fan, you, you gotta be, I, I would be nervous going into the playoffs. I really would be. Jaguars destroy the Titans 26 to or 36 to 22. And it was Trevor Lawrence. It was Ingram at tight end for Jacksonville, just making the Titans defense look silly. I mean, when I was watching parts of this game, I literally was saying to myself, is this a Mike Vrabel team? Is this a Mike Vrabel defense? Because it doesn't look like it. Now, credit Trevor Lawrence, who looked absolutely amazing, of course. Um, but I, that was what I kept thinking to myself over and over and over again. Ingram had 162 yards, 11 catches and two touchdowns. Uh, Derrick Henry ran well, 100-plus yard game and a touchdown, but just it wasn't enough. And this just goes to show you that when the Titans get into a shootout, right, like there's there, there are teams in the NFL right now, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Dallas probably in that category, Philadelphia, I'd probably venture to put San Francisco in there. They can beat you in a bunch of different ways. If it ends up being a defensive game in the bad, bad weather, the Bills can beat the Jets, Right. If it's a game that the Kansas City Chiefs aren't scoring in the 30s or 40s and it's just more defensive-minded and special teams-oriented, 
they can beat you 20 to 17, right? They can also beat you 41 to 38, right? The Titans can't beat you 36 to 22. If you score 36 on the Titans, you're going to win the game because their offense with Ryan Tannehill, it's not good enough. They don't have enough weapons. I give them credit because they win a bunch of games all the time. But right now they're 7-6. and six. Uh, They're also not defending home turf. They're only 500 at home at 3-3. Three and three. But this defense, it, 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 it just, they can't make enough plays. You know, it's like Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's offense is no good right now, and their defense has to be elite for them to win football games consistently. Tennessee, okay, same thing. <laughs> their offense outside of Derrick Henry is nothing. And so their defense has to step up and make plays all the time. But they're on the field all the time against the Jags. Lawrence is, is absolutely torching them. Didn't matter man, didn't matter zone, they were killing them. And, you know, this 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 was a one-sided affair, you know. And the Jaguars are 5-8, and eight, and uh, maybe quite a bit to build, build on here. Trevor Lawrence, I'm telling you, his size, his demeanor, his arm strength, he he he's he's gonna he's gonna be a good one. I mean, for a long time, you know they just got to keep building around him and keep some continuity with the coordinators and the coaching. Um, Eagles forty eight twenty two over the Giants. This game just wasn't close from the beginning. I mean, it was twenty eight to seven at halftime. Jalen Hurts continues to shine. Miles Sanders continues to shine. AJ Brown continues to shine. Um, you know, Hurts is killing teams on you know the run. He's throwing it. Uh, he's throwing it well, but he's 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 on the run throwing it as well. I mean, he had 77 rushing yards on seven uh, attempts with a touchdown. Uh, he had two touchdowns through the air for 217 yards on 21 of 31 throwing. Um, you know, this Giants offense just is not equipped to uh, put up points, and they score 22, which still might be good for them, and they lost by 26. So, no bueno. Ravens over the Steelers, bloodbath game here, 16 to 14. Uh, Mitch Trubisky throwing three picks uh, was probably the key. Uh, he came in, replaced the injured Kenny Pickett, and just was awful. Uh, Dobbins was great for Baltimore. This was a throwback, classic, physical, punch-you-in-the-face win by the Ravens over their rival Steelers in the AFC North. Chiefs beat the Broncos 34-28. to Mahomes uh, pulls it out of his you-know-what. Uh, he did have three touchdowns, 352 yards through the air on 28-42 throwing. He did throw three interceptions as well. A um, little bit of Brett Favre backyard football type of stuff with Mahomes, but he came through when they needed him, and they continue to dissect defenses and 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 and, and just torch people without Tyreek Hill. Um, moving on. By the way, the Broncos three and ten. Wow. I mean, wow. Nathaniel Hackett was a terrible hire, but they still got Russell Wilson. You think that Russell Wilson at the time you're like, okay, well he'll mask a lot of problems with Hackett and others. <laughs> What a disaster. What a disaster of a season for Denver and the Raiders in the AFC West. Willie Gay, by the way, picked off that Russell Wilson uh, uh, pass and, and took it to the house. So uh, that was one great play. And look, if the Chiefs, I've said this a million times, but if the Chiefs get that kind of defensive performance, if they can create turnovers and score and the offense is humming, the Chiefs are unbeatable. I mean, that's just that's just what it is. Mahomes, Pacheco, and McKinnon were all uh, outstanding when they had to be uh, in this game. Pacheco had 70 yards on the ground. McKinnon, seven catches for 112 yards and two touchdowns. Mahomes is doing a great job with the dump-offs and, and, and what the defense gives them and all that, and the Chiefs get it done. They move to 10-3 and three on the season. 49ers crushed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This game wasn't close in any area. Brock Purdy outplayed Tom Brady. Christian McCaffrey was the best running back on the field. Brandon Ayuk was the best receiver on the field. 
Um, you know, they're still looking to get all the way fully healthy, which is a very scary thought. But perhaps Brock Purdy is the guy. I mean, there are a lot of things to like about Brock Purdy. This guy, first of all, he has a really great name, which I'm sure everybody at this point has said he was Purdy good. Okay, that's been already overdone. But listen, he's 6'2", 225. I mean, that that's really good size. And if people remember, he was a seventh-round pick out of Iowa State in 2022. I'm telling you right now, I'm not telling you he's going to be Tom Brady, but maybe this is that NFL diamond in the rough that you find, you know, a guy who can develop into, you know, something, right? Maybe Brock Purdy, who knows, maybe years from now, we're going to be talking about Brock Purdy, you know, he was on the bench behind Jimmy Garoppolo and Jimmy Garoppolo's injury caused Brock Purdy to go on to great, you know, to reach incredible heights in the NFL. I don't know. It might happen. You know, it could happen. But there's a lot to like out of this guy right now. He's got great control of the pocket. He uh, he can get out when he needs to. Uh, he did have a rushing touchdown in this game, two throwing touchdowns. And the Niner defense just continues to be absolutely positively suffocating, arguably the best uh, defense in the NFL. They did it without a sack, but they just made so many plays. Batted balls. Um, they really stopped the run. Uh, you know, when Tampa can't get it going a little bit on the ground, they're dead. Godwin and Evans are average. Brady's screaming at Evans all the time. He throws two picks. Tom Brady is the ultimate crybaby and piss pot these days in the NFL. Uh, I know people think, you know, well, he could retire when he wants to. He's going to earn the right and blah, blah, blah. But his act right now is just getting old. I've said it for weeks. Um, you know, great respect for the guy, but good Lord. I mean, you know, enough's enough here. You know, and I, and I think he'll be back next year. I do. I think he's going to go to... I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll end up in San Fran. I think he might go to Vegas. Um, but, you know, right now he's just he's just obnoxious to watch on the field. He really is. The 49ers killed him on defense, killed him on offense, killed him on special teams, killed him with coaching. Uh, they had all the best players in the game. Uh, 49ers are rolling right now at 9-4. and four. They are 6-1 and one at home, by the way. So watch out if they get some home field cooking in the postseason somehow, some way. Panthers beat the Seahawks 30-24. to Just an outstanding game. By the Carolina Panthers, when it mattered most, Hubbard was terrific on the ground running the football, and Carolina just made a lot of simple plays in this football game. They neutralized Geno Smith. They picked him off twice. Um, you know, Sam Darnold was just not, I mean, he didn't really do anything, 14 to 24 for a, a touchdown. Um, but the Carolina defense, they had three sacks in this game. They had a fumble recovery. They were super opportunistic. They worked off the short fields. Shaq Thompson was a beast in this game. Frankie Louvu was a beast in this game. The Carolina Panthers with a big-time win. And, oh, by the way, they're all of a sudden 5-8, and eight, kind of just hanging around down there in the mid- to low-level NFC, which could be good enough to get a wild-card berth in the end. I'll talk about Sunday night football, Chargers and Dolphins, and Monday night football with the Patriots and the Cardinals. All of that next on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by our great friends at Stanley Law Offices and Ken's Auto Detailing. ML Sports Platter back with you, brought to you by our good friends at Carvel of North Syracuse. Make sure you stop by and grab that ice cream cake for the holiday season. Carvel of North Syracuse, if you're in and around Central New York, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a tip of the cap, thank you to Rosie's Corner, Welch & Company Jewelers, and the Syracuse Fitness Store. Two more games to talk about. Chargers beat the Dolphins 23-17. Just a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous um uh, showing again by Justin Herbert. I mean, 39 of 51 for 367 yards and a touchdown. This guy's arm talent, his size, his football IQ, it is absolutely through the roof. I mean, what is the ceiling for him, really? Mike Williams, toe-tapping TD. He had a great game, 100-yard game. 
100 plus yard game and a touchdown. Eckler's starting to really run it and 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 be a big time factor this year. Um, you know, I, I don't trust Brandon Staley. If this team makes the playoffs, I think it's an early exit because I don't. I, I think the coach sucks, and I think no matter what, I think they should fire him at the end of the year. And I would give a blank check to Sean Payton. I mean, that's what I would do if I'm the Chargers. I'm luring him and going, dude. This is L.A. I, I'm going to give you an arm talent that's even better than what Drew Brees had. You know, bigger, stronger, right, faster, moving out of the pocket. I'm going to give you this offense. I'm going to give you these freaking great uniforms. I'm going to give you Los Angeles weather. Let's go. And Sean Payton working with Justin Herbert, that would be terrifying for the rest of the NFL. I would give Sean Payton a blank check. I really would. Patriots, 27-13 to 13 winners over the Cardinals. The story in this game, obviously, Kyler Murray goes down. Looks like, as I record this, that it's a season-ending ACL, which is absolutely devastating, considering that he's, he did this in mid-December. He's going to be out all the next year, too. I mean, it, that is a blow and a half. Remember, the Cardinals just gave him that contract, right? Uh, the Cardinals led all the statistical individual categories in this one, but that did not matter because the uh, the Patriots just uh, buckled down and played physical football. Um, you know, Ramondre Stevenson got injured. They they hung in there. Mac Jones threw a pick. He wasn't that great. Um, you know, nobody really stood out, but they just, you know, they took advantage of some opportunities. Um, the one being that, you know, DeAndre Hopkins lost the ball and, you know, returned it for a touchdown. The game was 13-13 to at that point. That changed everything. And, um, you know, when you turn the ball over against the Belichick defense, and, and boy, what a strip by, by uh, Kyle Duger, right? I mean, that was just an amazing, amazing play. When you turn the ball over on a Patriots defense and they take advantage of you and you have bad coaching in the game and you are not making the right moves, you're screwed. And that's what happened for Arizona. And they lost their quarterback. So 27-13 winners are the Patriots. And what a great coaching job yet again by Bill Belichick. And this team is in the hunt for a wild card berth. Uh, idle teams, we had six of them. Six teams did not play. They were on a bye week. Falcons, Bears, Packers, Colts, Saints, and Commanders. My game ball, it's a tough one this week. Um, I could go in a bunch of different directions. I'm going to give it to Trevor Lawrence. 30 of 42 for 368 yards and three touchdowns. A tremendous, tremendous performance by Trevor Lawrence in a big-time double-digit win over the Tennessee Titans. I'm Mike Lindsley. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab one of their Santa ice cream cakes or a six-pack of Jolly Cups, both perfect for the Christmas season. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel Ice Cream Store opens seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering their Santa ice cream cake and six-pack of Jolly Cups. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.